Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing We Best Love Season 2, Fighting Mr. Second, Return of the Runner-Up. This episode, Peeps, was totally awesome. It is now available on Tencent Video with a VIP subscription or WeTV. You can watch it online starting today. Yay! This episode opens with basically you kind of find out what happened to Gao Shidi for two years. Um, he went to America to have his um, to go to his mother's wedding and make sure that she was settled with her new husband. And she got pregnant and had hypertension, which is extremely dangerous. And so he stayed. He stayed to make sure that the baby was born and she was okay. And he stayed after the baby was born another year to make sure that she was back on the mend from having the hypertension. Um, the baby that was seen in the last episode of We Best Love Number One for You was Gao Shidi's younger brother, which would be like a 20-year younger brother, Oscar. And I'm guessing that the girl that was seen, Ashley, is my guess was who that was, was some kind of relative from his mother's second marriage. But anyway, Gao Shidi, that opening scene of this episode really explained a lot about what happened with Gao Shidi. Um, his mother is talking to him as he's leaving and says, do you want me to try to explain to Zhao Shui that, you know, I got ill after I got married and pregnant and you took care of me and then the business went crazy and you had to step in for that. And he said, no, you don't need to explain this, mom. You don't owe me anything. You never will. This is just what you do. And I really, again, I just, I like Gao Shidi a lot. I mean, I like Zhao Shui too. This, this season really helped me to appreciate some qualities in Zhao Shui that I had not really appreciated in season one because, no offense, in season one he's kind of, he's a little bit of a petulant person and he's a little difficult for Anna. But I think in season two, you know, you really get to see who Zhao Shui is as a person as he develops and become more of who he is. Because I think as we age, we either grow more into ourselves or retreat into less of who we're supposed to be. And Zalshiri definitely grew more into himself. Um, as this um, episode progresses, we then switch back to the current time, and Zhao Shui is waking up in bed, and he turns over and he sees Gao Shidi sitting there beside him, because that Gao Shidi had fallen asleep just sitting there beside him as Zhao Shui was talking about being back in college and Gao Shidi trying to wake him up in his, in his half-awake, half-asleep mind. And Zhao Shui kind of looks at Gao Shidi like, this is Gao Shidi now. What am I basically going to do with this situation and how I relate to Gao Shidi? And at this point, Gao Shidi wakes up and says, I'm sorry that I didn't believe in your forever. I'm sorry that, you know, I did go to your dad first. And I agreed to that because I honestly thought we were busted up. I mean, I thought, you know, you weren't contacting me or playing to my phone calls or emails and I figured that you had given up on me and so I made that deal with your dad because I wanted to make sure that you weren't hindered in liking me that your dad would accept us when I eventually talked you around to being with me again and he said you know 
I know that your family probably wouldn't have accepted us. And I also thought maybe you could do better. And you have five years to think about maybe going with someone else, doing better than you would be with me. And it's at this point that Zhao Shui just basically grabs his head and goes, you have no right to say who is better for me. And you have no right to do that. My dad doesn't have a right to do that. You don't have a right to do that. I'm the only one who can determine who is best for me. So you take that. And then he just kind of thunks him on the head with that, like, baka, idiot. It's at that point that Zhaoshidi is sitting there going, this is kind of weird. Okay, this is a strange morning. And Zhaoshui gets up and goes to his closet and pulls out this little box. And he says, he basically puts the box to Gaoshi's mouth like, don't talk anymore. I'm, I'm done with you telling me that you're not good enough and well, all that. He says, am I still the lucky one? And then we switch back to number one for you, where Gao Shidi and Zhao Shui had a bit of a conflict, and Zhao Shui realized that Gao Shidi liked him. And Gao Shidi to quit being around Zhao Shui because he wanted to make sure that Zhao Shui had not him hindering him in, in college. And he thought that Zhao Shui didn't like him in that way. And at that point in college, Zhao Shui then tries to find him. And when he finds him, he says, am I still the lucky one? Am I the, am I the one that you said was lucky because I'm the one who, you know, I told you that whoever you liked was lucky and you said that was me. Is that still true? And then we flip back to current day and Zhao Shui saying, am I still the lucky one? And Gao, and then he opens, Gao Shidu opens the box and sees that Zhao Shui kept that bracelet that he had given him that he said, do not take this off unless, you know, you have to go shower because this is, this is between you and I, this is matching bracelets for you and I. And it's at that point that Gao Shidi then puts the bracelet on Zhao Shui says, yes, you're the lucky one. You always have been. And at that point, we basically cut that scene after um, they give each other a hug. And then um, Gao Shi, Zhao Shui plops him back on the bed to be not in a, in a romantic way, but kind of in a you stupid idiot kind of way. And it's at that point that, you know, they basically try to mend what has been broken in the five years between when they were a couple and now. We then go to the office. And at the office... Zhao Shui really is doing well in the company when he's not angry. And, you know, I think this this season really shows how, you know, people can be really angry sometimes. They can be livid about things. But if you can calm down about the situation, if they can, if they can chill just a little bit and realize that, you know, maybe things weren't as they seemed to be, oftentimes the anger will dissipate and it's just gone because either it was a miscommunication, it was something that was completely misunderstood, and it led to unresolved conflict. But it wasn't anything like the person thought initially. And once Zhao Shui knows that Gao Shidi didn't dump him, didn't give up on him, I think, you know, I don't mean it weird, but both of those characters, I think the thing I like most about them is they are so present with one another in like being in present moment. They are not like, you know, sitting there going, you know, I'm not saying they don't think about the future, but they're, they're current with one another and they are both there for each other equally. It's not like one's there for one more than the other. 
And the thing I think is neat about this episode is you see Zhao Shui really kind of coming into his own when you can see him when he's not angry and kind of petulant. And he's, you know, helping with people in the office saying, you need to fix page three and five of this report, but why don't you go eat some lunch? And then he goes in to go um, see Gao Shidi, who's kind of watching him and how he's interacting with people and going, ah, this is my Zhao Shui. And I don't mean it, but it is rather funny. And it's at that point that Zhao Shui comes in and he goes, are you just bedazzled by me, basically? And Gao Shidi says, yes, I am, to be completely honest. And Zhao Shui says, well, you know, what are you doing? And Gaoshi says, well, I'm looking at the mail for the um, purchasing of things. And he says, you know, I really wish you, you know, you never wrote me once a week like you said you would. And Gaoshi says, yes, I did. I have them all here in this folder that I've sent you. And Gaoshi looks at his, um, Zaoshui's tablet where he kept all those emails. And he's like, those never reached you, but I did send them. And then they look at each other and go, it was your dad. Your dad, you know, made it so that you didn't think I messaged you. Um, we then go to the bar that Gao Shidi's cousin runs, where Bin Wei, his partner, who was also from college, which I do not remember his name, I'm sorry, and then Zhao Shui and Gao Shidi decide to go for drinks and appetizers. It's at this point that the one friend from college is saying, why are you forgiving him so readily? You know, you could just keep holding a grudge. And so she's like, no, I'm not going to keep holding a grudge. It's it's okay. You don't have to try to come after him like my sidekick anymore. It's okay. But anyway, it's at that point that I think it's Ben Wei's partner. But again, I have trouble keeping the two other groups um, in order. So I, I do apologize if I have the name wrong dose to get some wine because the other um Ben Wei is being a little uh antsy I would say and so it's at this point that Gao Shidi finds out what happened with Sao Shui when they broke up and Ben Wei's partner basically says you realize that Zhao Shui will always have your back that you couldn't travel the world and find someone who loved you more because when you and him broke up he insisted that he live alone. He was not going to be with anyone else, Gao Shidi. You were the only one for him. And this made his family very angry, but he didn't date. He didn't go out with anyone else. He lived alone. And he only came back to the company to help his family. But it didn't mean that he didn't care for you. And his dad confiscated his phone. His dad made his life very difficult when he found out that he was with another guy instead of a girlfriend, because he didn't approve of that. You need to know that this is what Zhao Shui went through to be with you, Gao Shidi. And it's at this point that he says, and you need to know that, you know, you going off with an American girl really, really hurt Zhao Shui. And Gao Shidi's like, okay, I never went out with an American girl. I never went out with one, let alone many. I, I didn't go out with any American girls. I don't know why we keep having this conversation about American girls, Gao Shidi basically says. We then go to the place where Gao Shidi and Zhao Shui, where Zhao Shui asked if he was the lucky one. And he says, do you remember this place, Gashi? He says, yeah, I remember this place. There was an idiot that got up on the on the fence and said, I like Gaoshidi. And then he kind of mocks him a little bit, but not in a bad way. And then he like, isn't it funny what life has dealt? And this is the ad in them because Anna had to go to work. And so I couldn't finish the episode. So I'm sorry, peeps, if you, for the, about, 
50 people who listen to this. I'm sorry you missed the addendum. But anyway, we got to, yeah, I got to do what I got to do. So anyway, but the end of this episode, I really enjoy because at the end when Yao Shidi and Zhao Shui are joking with each other about how Zhao Shui declares himself on the bridge. And then he in turn jokes about Zhao of Gao Shidi coming over drunk with snacks and saying he wasn't drunk at all. And basically they're able to laugh with one another rather than at one another. And again, I don't know why, but I think this series has struck a major chord with people. Um, I've been watching some different things about this series and also just the sheer numbers who are listening to it about this on the podcast. But I think it really is because, and it's not, again, it's not because it's a BL. I really wish we didn't put things in boxes, but it's really because of the strengths of the main couples in this series, I think is the main reason this is so popular. And I think the one thing that I really liked in the scene on the bridge is there's a point when they're kind of done laughing with one another, where Gaoshi says, aren't you going to ask me about the girl that I never went out with that, you know, kind of wrecked our relationship between us? And Zhaoshui looks at him, he goes, no, I'm not going to ask about the girl. And I'm not going to ask about why you were gone for two years. Because Gaoshidi, I just found out that the reason that we were separated for five years is because of my dad. And because of all the confusion that was there. And I know that you wouldn't have been quite so stupid for me. You wouldn't have said, I will wait five years. I will, you know, become CEO of a company if you were cheating on me. So I know it wasn't what it seemed. So no, I don't need to know all the answers. And I think this scene is one of the best in the series, not because I believe in blind trust in relationships at all, but because I think it really does show that, you know, I think a lot of times when discord is created in relationships, whether you're talking about romantic relationships, relationships with friends, relationships with colleagues, relationships in families, a lot of it is because of how the individuals saw a certain situation. And because of how they saw that situation, it ended up changing how they defined the other person's character. And a lot of times that may or may not be true. I mean, sometimes you just have to sit there and go, yeah, this does define the person's character. And yes, this did happen. But I think the thing that I really liked about this episode is how the conflict was mended once Zhao Shui sit there and went, Gao Shidi didn't do this to be vindictive. He didn't do this because he wanted to. He did this because my dad said, I will never accept you to unless you become, you know, the head of a company and wait five years so that Zhao Shui might have a chance to meet a girl and end up in a quote, quote, normal relationship, whatever normal is. I think it's a setting on the dryer. But anyway, and at the end of the day, I think what made this episode very unique is Zhao Shui's complete and utter total reversal in many ways, like in number one for you, when Zhao Shui goes from being totally against Gao Shidi to being absolutely floor blown, the biggest supporter of Gao Shidi. And I think the reason is, is because they knew where each other's hearts were at. They knew that their motivation was to be as good as possible to the other party. And I think at, at some point, at some level, 
that's what men did this. Because once Zhao Shui knew that at the end of the day, since fifth grade, Gao Shidi has indeed been looking out for him, that made all the difference. And yeah, five years might have passed. Yes, there have been some misunderstandings. But he also knows that in the midst of all that, if that is true, then Gao Shidi never would have been with a blonde woman or women in America. And he would never have done anything to compromise their relationship or he wouldn't have fought so hard for it for the last five years. I mean, it just wouldn't make sense. And so because he knows that, he also knows he doesn't need the details at this point in time. He doesn't need to know what happened during those two years because at the end of the day, if Gao Shidi wanted to tell him what happened those two years, he would have probably already done it. I mean, no offense. It's it's kind of a no-brainer. It's kind of like, in my opinion, there is a scene in Love by Chance 2 with Tin and Can after they become a couple. And Tin gets basically defaced by his brother when he when his brother sends Can this picture or this video supposedly of Can with a of Tin with a girl in a very, very inappropriate way. And instead of completely overreacting, or you know, reacting as most people would react when they got a picture of their significant other doing things that they really shouldn't do with anyone on video which we never see the video, but we can all well imagine it was not a good thing. But he greets up with Tin at a coffee shop and he says, Tin, what do you make of this? What is this about? And Tin looks at the video that his brother sent him and he just walks off in a huff. But Ken walks out after him and he says, I'm not saying this video is true. I'm not going to believe something just because your brother sends a clip that looks like it's you doing something that would bust our relationship up. I'm asking you, what is going on here? Is this you? Is this what is going on? He says, I'm not saying this is true, Tin. I want you to know, I want to hear from you what's going on. I don't care what your doofball of a brother sends me. I want to know what you're doing, really. And at that point, it's like the whole situation changes. Tin goes from defensive to just completely calming down about it and realizes that for the first time in his life, he has someone who will believe him rather than some video that is sent to them as being proof that he is lacking in character. And I think that is one of the most pivotal scenes of that series too, but in the same way and for the same reasons, I think that Love by Chance 2 was so popular. I think in in a similar vein, we Best Love has the same kind of dynamic. I mean, I don't mean it would, I, I really like Gao Shidi and Zhao Shui way better than Tin and Can as individuals, but both of them have extreme conflict that they have to surmount, and they do so in some of the most healthy ways of approaching it I've ever seen people deal with conflict in film. And mainly because they sit there and go, you know, we don't have to completely lose it at one another. We can sit and talk about this as rational people and come to a conclusion that may not be the obvious one. And I think that is what makes We Best Love so amazing as a production. Also, the acting is excellent. No offense, it really is. The sets are fabulous. I really, really like Zhao Shui's house as an interior design graduate. I mean, no offense, it's a really cool house. It's a little cold. It needs some new colors. Brighten it up. But 
I'm sorry, going off there. But I'm just saying it's it's a really neat house. And it inspired me to buy a lamp this weekend. That's all I'm saying. So anyway, I was looking at the lamp by um, Zhao Shui's bed that he was by. I'm going, you know, that would be a really nice lamp to have by my sofa. Yeah, that really would be nice because I need a new lamp. So anyway, I guess you could say it inspired my purchase decisions this weekend. But anyway... I would give this episode an absolute 10 out of 10. I'd give it a 20 out of 10 if I could, but we know the Richter scale doesn't go up that far. And the thing that I think is interesting is as this see, as this episode progresses, we then go to the office and the, the chief technical officer is having inner struggles, mainly because he is um, dealing with the doctor, uh, the ex-doctor who now runs the bar, who... He thinks he has convinced himself that Gao Shidi is dating Zhao Shui, but he's also in relationship with the doctor. And this is a really complicated situation because Gao Shidi won't tell him, I'm not dating my cousin, because Gao Shidi's like, you know what, we work together. You don't need to know my relationship with my cousin. And so he doesn't say he's his cousin. He says, you don't need to know my relationship with so-and-so because that's my private business. I mean, I like you as a colleague, but... You don't need to know what my relationship is with that person. And when he goes to talk to the doctor about it, the doctor just says, I find you annoying. Leave me be. Don't ever come back. And this really is not probably the best way to handle the situation with someone like the chief technical officer. I mean, no offense. We all know he's going to blow and it's going to be um, interesting, I'm sure. But he does indeed blow and he decides to steal the company's software program that helps them run all their devices because there was a backdoor program to it that he could just come in remotely and extract everything. And he's decided to do this because he's mad that he's convinced himself that Gao Shidi is standing in the way of him being with the doctor. Now, I will completely concur this is totally irrational in every possible level because let's face it, even if that even if Gao Shidi were, were not part of the picture, and even if he, I mean, no offense, it's impossible they'd be romantically inclined because they're cousins, and, well, Gao Shidi has Zhao Shui. But anyway, the doctor still doesn't want to be with the chief technical officer for reasons that we don't quite know entirely yet, although we can all kind of guess that it has to do with he wants, he thinks the chief technical officer is wanting to be with him because he's basically imprinted that he's the only person he can be with. And this is a very dangerous thing in the doctor's opinion. I totally concur that if that is the case, it is a very dangerous situation because you never want someone to be absolutely dependent upon you. I mean, that's not, you want to, you want in a relationship, you want to help people be independent. I think one of the positive things about the five years apart between Gao Shidi and Zhao Shui, which no offense, it's, it's a lame positive, but Zhao Shui figured out how to live on his own. He figured out how to be as a person, as an individual, without his dad and without Gao Shidi. Because if he had gone straight into that relationship, he would have been taken care of entirely by his dad before. And then he would have been taken care of entirely by Gao Shidi. And there is nothing wrong with that at all. But also there is a strength, I think, that Zhao Shui gained in the midst of the heartache and the pain and the struggle of those five years, in being able to be independent and being able to figure out his life. Now, yeah, he kind of did become what we would call a 
never mind queen and i think you can all think of what i'm thinking when we meet him for the first time because he was alone for five years and really angry about it but at the end of the day i think still that helped him become a different person than he would have been if they had been together for five years. Now, Gaoshidi, no offense, he kind of been on his own his entire life, taking care of his mom, taking care of his family's company, taking care of the fact that his dad left when he was in fifth grade or fourth grade. I mean, Gaoshidi kind of been independent his entire life. So no offense, this wasn't like new thing for him to be trying to deal with things on his own. But I think that this is going to bring an interesting dynamic as they are back together as a couple. And as we also have found out, they're making a season three peeps. I mean, I'm just saying season three of We Best Love is supposedly coming out. They announced it on their, I think, Twitter feeds. I'm not sure. Maybe it's Instagram. I think Instagram. But anyway, and I can't read Taiwanese or Mandarin, but I have heard that when it's translated, they have released that they're releasing a new We Best Love season three, which doesn't hardly ever happen in the BL world. I'm just saying I haven't really heard of anyone releasing season threes of BLs. So anyway, I am like uber excited. 2021 just got even better than it's been, which I don't mean it's been much better than 2020. I think most people would agree with that, but it just got way better because they are releasing season three of We Best Love. So at the end of the day, they're all trying to figure out where the software program went, and everyone's kind of looking around trying to figure out, and the chief technical officer's just standing there like, I, I didn't do anything. It couldn't possibly be me. And, and I don't mean it weird, but it is kind of funny. I mean, it, it's rather interesting. Let's just put it that way. And that is my review of We Best Love Funny Mr. Second, Episode 4, with the addendum, Tech It, at the round table. Bye.